Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Locked On Sharks, your daily source of everything. Team San Jose, uh, Team Chaos Theory. Can we go with that? They're just I. Somebody tweeted at me that they uh, they should score um, football scores every game, which is pretty sweet. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And I wasn't on the review show because uh, life got in the way. <laughs> but uh, I'm your host, Kyle Demetrius, and back with me, as always, are JD and Eric, uh, the fourth blown lead and the third blown lead to my fifth blown lead uh and today we're gonna do a mailbag we're gonna answer some questions because we're 40 percent of the way through the season at this point is that how far we are no how many games how many games have they played uh it'll be 19 tonight's game will be the 20th game and they are there are 65 total 56 i thought it was was 65 no man no 56 56. whoa dude all this whole time i've been counting everything all backward all right 35% 35% if I did my math right. Wow. Wow. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. No, that's crazy. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. The uh, the end is coming for this season already. So, but. The end is nigh. The end is nigh. The, the, the time Hughes, is nigh. The Hughes child the is nigh. <laughs> the lay flat for Matt is coming. So. I want to, I want to Swede or Luke Hughes. I refuse to be a fan of this team if they draft anyone else. <laughs> You cowards. Draft somebody good, you cowards. Should we answer some questions? We should. I was going to let our host get us in there, but... Doting fans? Me? I don't... What? I'm like... I'm like the host in the same way that, like, Chris Harrison hosts hosts The Bachelor. (laughs) I'm just here making some appearances. Handing out some flowers. (laughs) Exactly. He doesn't even hand out the... He doesn't even hand out the roses. He just comes in before the final rose and goes... Ladies, this is the final rose of the night. Matt, whenever you're ready. That's yeah, all I'm going to do that before the final question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, because JD is the most organized uh, and most on the ball, he's a dad, he has a family, he has a new puppy, a cat. Uh, lots of good life choices, unlike me, uh, and possibly Eric. He has oh, all my the life choices are great. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen, I've seen that poster of Barbie. I don't know about that. Oh, listen, listen, listen. That's, a, that's art. It's art. It's not a poster. It's a... It's a, it's a photo is just big it's a big photo anyway all right before this bad boy we're gonna get off one rail onto more off the rails stuff actually these are all sharks related questions we don't no crazy questions um all right so from at dat psyker uh assuming doug wilson could pull off the master plan to somehow get seattle to take martin jones or they buy him out um anyway basically martin jones isn't in the team next year what do you guys see the goalie situation for next year? Do you think they go with the young guys? Do they try to get a free agent, et cetera, et cetera? Um, or who do they target? So I think they will try to – I don't think we see Dubnik and Jones are on the team next year, um, so they're going to need two goalies. Um, so I think they'll try to get like a stud goalie and then either somebody cheap or if Melnichuk, uh, if they feel confident in him, he might be your backup going into next season. So that's my guess. I mean, they gotta they gotta free agent this thing or trade. I don't know. I'm looking at the free agent list next year, and there are quite a few UFAs coming undone. So like Mrazic is going to be a UFA. Laurent Brassois in in uh, Winnipeg is going to be a UFA. Dreger in Florida. Um, 
I mean, Grubauer, but I don't think he's going anywhere. Olmark. Anti-Ranta. Yeah, but he's always hurt, but yes. Yeah, yeah he's also like uh, 34 years old. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep – I'm reading the guys who are younger than 30 years old currently off this list. Uh, Dave, big save Dave, but he's not a big save Dave anymore. I don't know. <laughs> big, Everyone big else save, is, Big save it, David. Big save it, David. Small save Dave now, I guess. Yeah. Aaron Dell is going to be a free agent. Oh, he's 32 no. though. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Scott, Scott Wedgwood. Um, yeah. So like once know. you get past the first couple names, it gets kind of dicey. It's dicey. Yeah. I mean, like I, some of like these names Tuka are Rask and, uh, it, like he's uh, the number one, but I would, like he's also going to like 34 at that time too. So but yeah, that's the good. problem, right? Yeah. Like if you sign Tuca, it's similar to what we saw with similar insofar as they're similar age, I think. And they're both Vesna winning goalies and long careers. And when Holpe signed in Vancouver, there's already signs of decline. So it's kind of a bad move. Whereas Tuca has been pretty good the whole time. Uh, so it's less of a risk, but at the same time, do you want to sign Tuca five years? Yeah. For like a five by seven or whatever. You don't, you right, don't want to be doing right. you don't want to be no. doing that. And and the thing to remember too is that some of those guys you read off, like Chris Dreger, for instance, he's for sure going to Seattle unless Florida gets real creative and, and figures out how to keep him, right? Like that that's just the thing that's gonna happen is that Seattle throws kind of a wrench into some of the goalie market. Um, yeah. but I mean, if you can sign Chris Dreger for like a three by four million dollars, then three years is great. Yep. Yeah, um, it's, I mean, I think we'll probably see kind of like a guy, maybe like a guy like James Raymer or some, you know, somebody like that who's, I mean, uh, kind of maybe a little bit older and past his prime, but he can kind of steady the ship for a couple of years while they try to figure something out. That would be my guess. So, yeah, they're going to, they're just going to keep plugging the hole here with, with like wood paste while they search <laughs> to, for yeah. another, another Martin Jones type trade or determine one of their younger guys in the system is, is ready to at least be a backup. So I, I yeah. feel like it'll be a, a one, maybe two year deal at most for just whatever free agent has a pulse and, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I don't mind. Okay, so if we strip away everything, it's going to be hard. Strip away everything we know about Martin Jones. We'll go back to when um, Doug got Boston to launder Martin Jones for him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad trade at the time. They gave up basically nothing. Right. Well, they gave up like well, Sean they, Corrales they, they and whatever. First. Yeah. They gave up a first and Sean Corrales, but he was like a young, up-and-coming hot prospect who, who had done well. Um, all the way through and they got him and then they played him on that rookie deal the problem is the deal they gave him afterwards After, if, they right, a, yeah, right. if they do a similar thing obviously not giving up a first this year or next year because that would you be dumb this. yeah yeah but if they do a similar thing where they give up a couple of prospects or some picks and get a guy what they did with the martin jones trade the logic is is there it's just the signing yeah just don't sign up to that second contract um yeah it'll be interesting um i i mean we know doug wilson is a notorious tire kicker so i would expect him to be in on basically every goalie this year until he can try to find something so all right guys before we continue our mailbag episode and we get into whether patrick marlowe needs the all times game played to make the hall of fame uh, we want to take a quick break and talk to you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. Uh, so Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Comes in 18 amazing flavors like cookies and cream, cherry barcia, raspberry, peanut butter, and orange, just to name a few. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. 
They're great for health conscious people or if you want to lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Great for keto diets. Right now, when you go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON20 and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, two top teams in the NBA Western Conference battle it out before the All-Star break. Will the Suns and Lakers meet again in the Western Conference Finals? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. Um, let's move on. Uh, so we've got the offseason. Um, thoughts or predictions on what the Sharks do this offseason uh, roster adds. So uh, we know they're going to retool the goalies. So since we just talked about that, um, what else do you guys think that they're going to be their main focus this offseason? I mean, they need to add forwards. Yes. They don't have any under contract. They have the big five under contract and John Leonard, and then not counting any other prospect. That's that's all who signed the deals through next season. So they're going to have to figure that out. Um, let's see the big free agents for forwards next year, kind of. Um, big free agents with what money? Yeah. I mean, I'm just – it's going to be a weird year because, I mean, we're going to see another depre- like kind of depressed. So you might see a thing like where like Hoffman, where he signed, you know, a way under value contract. So uh, but kind of like the big names, which the Sharks won't be in on like a Vetchkin's a free agent. Um, Taylor nope. Hall's a free agent. Uh, well, I think so. I think looking at the 2022 free agent pool, like a like a Donato 2.0 sort of thing down down in the RFA market, there's like Miles Wood, Jesper Bratt in in uh, New Jersey are going to come on down in a couple seasons. Gurionov in Dallas, Frank Vitrano in Florida, Manjipane in in Calgary. I feel like we're going to see another Donato esque trade for someone who has another year left on his deal, maybe after the expansion draft or as a part of the expansion draft finagling. So the Mm -hmm. Sharks get another cost controlled in his prime forward for a season to sort of see what he can do while they understand that they're probably not going to be in the playoffs for a little bit longer. Yeah, I could see something like that. I think they're going to, they're going to be, I don't think they're going to, they're going to do what they have to, to add players to the forwards, but I think they want to let their continue to let some of their young guys develop um, knowing that this is part of the retool. And then that way that 2022 season and kind of see where you're at to try to maybe start competing when you have Bro, all your rebuild. I'm not, I'm yeah. not spouting Doug Wilson's retool nonsense out <laughs> to the universe. They're full on, they're rebuilding. So, uh, but yeah, I think it's, they're probably going to be, I would, they're probably maybe at a couple of young guys, like a Nieto type guy who can, you know, come Did in. Did you just and, say Nieto and young guy in the same sentence? Well, Nieto, he's only 27, but. That's over the hill, is? bro. He, he's 27? Yeah. Oh my God. I thought he was like 34. Anyway. No, no, he's a younger guy, like guys under 30, but like guys to like one year deals where they can just kind of come in, play a role for a little bit while the other, the younger kids are uh, still developing. So what was um, the biggest, what was the question though? What was the biggest need? No, no. Just what do you think the Sharks are going to do this off season? So, oh, fuck it. Fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I just, I just don't know how they're going I, to, you know what they are going to do this off season. Actually, now that I think about it, they're going to make some trades. Yes. Uh, that's the only possible logical solution with the Seattle expansion draft and the regular draft sort of deal and summertime 
it's kind of like when the moons line up and everybody gets to look at them. You it got it. This is the a, time. Yeah, yeah, a Doug Wilson hat trick, a, a buyout, a free agent signing, and a trade. <laughs> All on the same day. Possibly um, even more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, possibly even more trades. I th- I think they're I think if they're not active in the in the trade and buyout market, I would be kind of worried. Yeah, if Doug, this is a this is probably one of the biggest summers for Doug Wilson in a long time. Ooh, so. I like to I like the talking head uh, hyperbole. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he needs to try to he needs to be aggressive to try to either um, either retool or to really. Uh, kick off the rebuild in full earnest so this is this is a big summer for doug wilson uh speaking about uh, donato how many from uh, berserker uh, oh sorry last question is from jackson edward 38 uh, and then this question from berserker how many shootout goals will donato have by the end of the season does he have three yes sure yeah i think three I don't, I don't even know. I would love to – I need to figure out, like, what the average number of shootouts per team is in a given season and start from there. But <laughs> I can see him four. adding – Yeah, I can see him adding, like, one more. I don't – I feel like shootouts just aren't that common. I'll say he ends up with six. I'll say five. So, all right. I have no faith in the Sharks to close out games in regulation, No, of course apparently. not. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, all right, from at David Gottlieb, uh, it's – this is a really good one that I think we're going to eventually in the summer turn into like a full on podcast. But uh, so it's been said over the years that uh, Pat- uh, Patrick Marlowe won't get into the Hall of Fame. As a top three games played, does that change or does he need to be number one? Or uh, do you disagree with the premise and think he's already Hall of Fame bound or do you think he won't get in the Hall of Fame? So uh, I'll go ahead and start with this. Um, so Patrick Marlowe, he's a compiler, and I think he needs this number one games played to kind of uh, help solidify his compiling thing. Um, I think right now he's 25th all-time in goals scored. Um, and if you look at the people ahead of him, they're all either already in the Hall of Fame or they're basically waiting to get in the Hall of Fame or they're active players. Um, so I think he does get in the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't think he's like a first ballot shoe-in. But maybe in a year with a weak class, I think he'll get in eventually just because of, um, you know, the way he compiles stats. First off, respect to the sports boat, Mike Francesa. It's compiler. 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 Uh, yeah, I hate that compilers get in. It's just a longstanding thing. Like Dave Andrews, get the hell out. Patrick Marlowe. I, also, so. <laughs> I don't hate Patrick Marlowe, but like, what has he done to me? Anyway, yeah. uh, like Dave Andrews, get out of here. I don't care that you scored 20 goals a season for. 30 seasons it just doesn't i don't care um i think they put marlo in on the back of the most games played thing only because there's other guys with over 500 goals that aren't in ronick uh bondra kachuk i believe there's a couple others um verbeek maybe something like that but there's there's a handful there's like six guys that have over 500 goals and are retired and are are eligible to go in that haven't got in so 500 isn't necessarily uh a key to getting in i think he's gonna have the most because what's he at like 563 i think or 564 um something like that so i think he'll be the guy with the most that's not going to be in but i think the games played thing is going to be the big thing because how do you put the all-time games played guy not in the hall of fame especially when he's done some stuff but he's hasn't won any individual awards or team awards so he wasn't like, even the best player on his like you can never really point to a time when he was even the best player on his own team so yeah, that came around. yeah. so no but before that owen nolan was easily the best player on the team yeah he was a rook he was a rookie in 97 and then 98 99 and then maybe those early ones but um owen nolan had his crazy season in 01 in that early 00 stretch so 
there's a case that he was never the best player. He was easily the second best player in most of those yeah. games. Right, I just, I think oh, he's going to get go in ahead. eventually yeah. um, on the, on the back of games played. Anyway, here's, here's a model from Owen Holland at uh, the Queens sports analytics organization, which is at the Queens university <laughs> in Kingston, Ontario. Hell yeah. I've been there. Uh, which NHL forwards are most likely to make the NH the hockey hall of fame from May 18th, 2020. And he, shows his model and basically the biggest factors are points per game and then cups and heart trophy wins, but cups and heart trophy wins are like orders of magnitude less important than points per game. So like you sort of said, the compiler, the points per game uh, side of Marlowe's career is, is pushing him here. And so the list of current players. Ooh, let me see. And the probabilities. It's Crosby. It's Crosby. Thornton Malkin at the top. I should say not necessarily current. So like Yager, for example. Oh, Yager, yeah. Is, is listed here. But yes, Yager, OV, Crosby, and Malkin all have 100% probability based on his model. Patrick Kane, 99.9. Hosa, 99.7. Jumbo, 99.5. Iggy's at 98. Iggy's already in. That's okay. at 97. Okay, so this is this is last year, so... Um, yeah, Datsuk, yeah. I mean, and Jesus like is already up there at 96% almost. <laughs> Eric Carlson's probably on that list. Patrick, this is, I'm I'm just looking at forwards. I, I don't okay. feel like digging up the, the defender model. Uh, Patrick Eliash is there at 95% okay, basically. So, so, there, so there we go. Patrick Eliash is not getting in. So Patrick Marlowe's at 82%. Yeah, and Patrick Eliash has been eligible for ooh, a while. Yeah. Uh, he's the all-time, he's the all-time everything in new jersey yeah literally literally the all-time everything he was a really good player he was never the best player in the game was he top 10 at points probably maybe um probably have to take a deeper look at that um but he's not getting it the thing yeah is patrick patrick marlowe needs his all times game played um to to get in so um yeah like i said well i think this is a fun conversation for in the off season of looking at sharks players who are hall of fame bound um so we'll have to stick a pin in that one and move on so if you'd um, like to google if you'd like to google patrick marlowe hall of fame fear the finn kyle Demetrius, you can do that because i wrote that like three years ago uh well we have to <laughs> now i have to edit that out ah, well, people can, people can <laughs> figure it out yeah. <laughs> all right uh so for, at, actually before we move on before we move on just just quickly yeah um Obviously, Thornton's going in. I consider him a shark. Yes. Uh, Marlo, maybe. Carlson, for sure. Do you know who else is 100% getting into the Hall of Fame? Brent Burns. Brent Burns, baby. Yeah, I, man, I had man, an argument man. with Shang on this uh, about why he's getting into the Hall of Fame. And he Wait, Shang said he's not? Shang yeah, was, uh, was a little hesitant. I was like, I think he's getting in. Oh, oh. So. he has a Norris win. I think he's in the top three two other times. Yeah. Uh, in his prime, he was way over a PPG. He's the all-time, like, of his era, he's top scoring yep. defenseman. He's way up yep. there. Uh, and he's a good Canadian boy with a huge personality. He's a thousand percent. And he's played him. a bajillion games in a row, yes. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's so, a, he's no, a he's, he's a thousand percent getting in. Yeah, he's getting it. Yep. So um, all right. Um, at Red Shark Pack, uh, what do you think the future holds for Vlasic? Uh being on the bottom pairing? Hey, now got promoted to the second line, second pairing defense. Um uh, being on the bottom pair of a healthy lineup doesn't seem promising for his future with Team Teal. Uh, as the Vlasic, um, biggest Vlasic fanboy, Kyle, I'll let you start with this one. Uh, Bob today, new Bob quote dropped. 
yeah. uh, where he had a stern conversation with Vlasic about how yeah, we, he can't, we he can't that. be average and yeah, whatever. I'm just redoing it. What if people don't <laughs> listen to the other episode uh, about how uh, he needs to be better? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Eric and I, I think we looked into this in the buyout window is two years, two years or yeah, one year we talked from now. about when we, right. we did the Vlasic episode. In the off season, two years, so. basically. I don't know if they're gonna make it based on signing bonuses and whatnot. It's after the 2022-23 season, so two more years after this year. I don't think they're gonna make it. I I don't I don't know, but who's honestly? So if you go through trade cachet with the guys on the team, like the the big contracts on the team, Burns has the most, or Couture, one of those two guys. They're like one two. Mm-hmm. Kane Kane would be right there with them in that group. Yep. Uh, and then it's probably Carlson and then Jones and then Vlasic or some order of those I think three. Carlson's like, lash is because he makes so much every, like his cap it is huge and the the cap the cap is probably gonna be stagnant for a few years. Yeah. Well just till next year. Um but yeah that's kind of damning for Vlasic just because he doesn't have a monstrous cap it. I mean seven million is a lot but he signed for a long time and like you should be able to move parts of that or retain some salary and stuff but you can't so like that's kind of that's kind of damning. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think it's going to end well. Um, all right. All right, before we finish up our mailbag uh, episode and we talk about which sharks we think are going to get traded at the deadline, uh, we want to take a quick break and talk to you guys about our friends over at betonline.ag. Uh, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Although football's over, NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing, and baseball's right around the corner. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for your news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. So head over to their website today and use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbooks experts. Every Wednesday on the Lockdown NHL, uh, take a deep dive into the Western Conference with Sarah Avampato of Lockdown Kings and Tom Gazzola of Lockdown Oilers. Whether it's look at the top-end contenders like Vegas and Colorado or breaking down the rebuilds of the Kings and the Blackhawks, Lockdown NHL has you covered on Western Conference Wednesdays. Subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcast. So this is a fun one. Uh, at Prairie Bilbo, what is your ideal lineup for the Sharks with the current roster of Sharks and Kudo players? So I think we'll kind of hodgepodge this together instead of all of us doing our own separate ones to kind of cut down on time. So uh, we'll start up front. Um... So Couture, LeBanc. Yeah. Uh, Hurdle, Meyer. Leonard. Leonard. Yep. Or Rudy. Rudy, yeah. Those are, yeah. Then line three. If you put Rudy or Leonard on line two, then you put Rudy or Leonard, the other one, on line three. Yep. The line three center would be Sasha. Yeah. And then Donato. And Donato. Are we, are we just roster baiting here? Yeah, we are. Yeah. No, we're talking about our optimal lineup. Yeah. So Kane, Couture, LeBanc, Hurdle, Meyer, Leonard, Donato, Sasha, uh, Rudy. Rudy. And then line four would be True at center. Give me my boy. True, Gregor. True, True Gregor, Nieto. Blickfield? No. I think you you can have Nieto. I'm telling you guys, Blickfield's. He's got four goals in like three games. Get oh, no, I, hey, listen, listen. I just think he's too skinny. 
Um, it's fine. Are you, are uh, you, are you I think I think, body I think, him? I think you leave. I think you leave that last forward spot open for Nieto because he does a whole yeah. bunch of different things and he's been like okay. Yeah. Um, if you take out Marlowe's game played thing and pr- ignore that, then he's out of the lineup. Sorensen out, yep. Mason out, all yep. all those guys out. I think I think we want to see more Sasha uh, minutes, obviously, and then Alec get Alex True up there. Um, and then yeah. defense. Yeah, I like defense. that lineup. Yeah, so. defense. Yeah, let's uh, defense. ideally, yes. Ferraro, Ferraro, Burns, Kinejov. Carlson. Carlson, a lefty, and Merkley, but I don't know who the lefty is. Uh, I don't know. Shimek. Nah, I'm sure. Whatever. You guys take yeah. the defense. Yeah, make my boy Shimek there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the defense is just like green jacket, gold jacket. I we just we want Merkley. I think I think I do think that the Shimek Eric Carlson pair has been the best pair for Eric Carlson. So for whatever reason, so if you're trying to maximize him. Yeah, stick yeah. with start there. Stick with that. Okay, and then can you off Merkley at the at the bottom? Yeah, <laughs> Vlasic, yeah. And that leaves you with doesn't even make the can you off Merkley? Oh, yeah. poor Vlasic doesn't even make the the lineup. And no, then, why, why? Yeah, why? If you're taking a completely holistic approach to this and you, I, I know, I'm just saying it's ice, it's why? the right choice. I'm just saying it's it's sad. So. I know no, nobody's more sad. sad than me. I want a classic jersey very badly. Actually, you know just... what? We're with our optimal lineup. We're not even going to start uh, goalies, so we're just going to run six players. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, goalies classic can play goalie. Just goalies, li- goalies literally just pulled them out of a hat. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Speaking of gold jacket, green jacket, they're all the same. Yeah. No, actually, no. Classic. They're going to play six. And Vlasic, he's just the sixth guy, and he doesn't leave the defensive zone. That's his job. Just stay in the defensive zone. <laughs> that is his job. That, that is, is his job, job now. <laughs> you know, but like when they're on with... offense, he still stays in the defensive zone. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Very pick. If we're sticking with, if we're not like going totally crazy and calling up Merkley and, and banishing mm-hmm. Vlasic to the press box and whatnot, then Carlson Shimek, Vlasic, Knizhov, Burns, Ferraro have been like the best three pair. Yeah. lineup so far this season all right gentlemen this is the last mailbag question oh dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah you have to rub your hands together and then leave and then you have to pick yep. up the question and go, go. All right. <sighs> padres 2021 ass how many sharks get traded at the deadline <laughs> um, well done well done yeah excellent excellent Batch was looking for a new host jd i found you found your calling um okay <laughs> realistically they're not going to trade JD, any of the- breaking news jd has been traded to abc <laughs> to host the bachelor for future considerations <laughs> Sick. i think eric i think that means we're rich um okay so it's going to be really hard to trade one of the giant contracts at the deadline. No, they're not going to. Yeah, they can't. That's an off season so, move. That leaves and Marlowe's not going anywhere because he's going to set the games played in teal. Yep. So that leaves Nason, Nieto, Sorensen, Gambler. Yeah, those four. It's kind of uh, it, man. That's sort of it. Unless I think. Um, I think. Hmm. Unless what? Well, I was going to say unless we see a sneaky sort of. 
flipping one of these other sort of middle of the line prospects like a Linus Carlson for Darlene trade something like that or or even like or even if if Doug Wilson gets a jump on something is like oh let me find a guy who's under contract next year and if I need to expose him I can expose him or if he doesn't yeah. get picked then he's then I've got another 25 year old on the roster next season already yeah like we said on the expansion show he might trade for a couple guys that are signed for one more year or something like that or can easily be re-signed um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two because I think Nieto's as good as gone. Yeah, and I think that you, you might be able to dump a Sorensen. Oh God, Nason! I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, say, think, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say two. Yeah, I think two. I'm gonna go with Nieto and Sorensen. Those are the two. I think. Uh, I think yeah, Sorensen, Nieto. Oh, man, I, I don't see it. how they trade Gambrell. Like right, they seem to like right. him. He was out at the end right. of the last game. Right. I know. I know. I know. Oh. So I think yeah. Two. Two makes the most sense. I'm gonna say just because shit is gonna be wild this off season. I'm gonna say three, and the third one is one of their sort of more random, not as likely to do anything in the NHL prospects. Emmanuel Viterer or a yeah. no, he's gone now. An Evan Wenger or a Jeffrey. I mean, honestly. All of them except for like the recently drafted guys and Merkley. Yeah. Fit and true. Bill. Yeah, don't don't touch true. <laughs> what about your boy? Maybe it's your boy Sheldon. Mm. Sure, that's fine. He's 27. I don't whatever, man. <laughs> Get out of my life. Yeah. Old man. <laughs> I'm not afraid to hit an old man in public. <laughs> and he's got a year left. I don't know why yeah. a team would trade for a guy who didn't make the Sharks this season, but they need to they need to pump his games up so he can be exposed. Um, anyway, JD, you said that's the that's the end of the end of the line. That's it. So let's call it because I okay. need to go eat dinner. So okay, okay. So uh, uh, Twitter locked on Sharks, Gmail locked on Sharks, uh, Facebook also locked on Sharks, uh, and Instagram locked on Sharks in the Shark District. Uh, that's where you can find us. If you would like to find the boys, uh, you can find the living Futurama joke, JD, at my freckle. Uh, and you can find uh, the living baseball joke at foul ball 15 for Eric. You can find uh, Kyle after he sorts out his OnlyFans account at Kyle Demetrius. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. Uh, bye. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them?
Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24.